Hi guys, welcome to episode four of our podcast. I'm Rosanna. And I'm Stephanie. And this is... Psychology 101. Cue the music. Is that the pre-Halloween episode? It sounds like a door creaking open. (laughs) All right. All right, so what did we want to talk about? I don't know. Okay, so first of all, we wanted to follow up from last week's episode where I... I did... Sorry, I'm cutting you off. No, go for it. Okay, so I actually wanted to backtrack to our second episode about my coming out story. Oh, yes. I had someone reach out to me. Perfect. uh, That they listened to our podcast and they had actually told me like how it was inspiring and they actually came out to me um Aww. they're not like public with like family or anything and For like sure. a few of their friends know and like one person from the family but i thought that was really cool that is so thank you for trusting me and if you're out there congratulations on to the next on to the next <laughs> continue no, oh no oh, so okay, yeah. so in following up with last week's episode um, I think, uh, thanks everyone for listening and bearing with me as I, uh, rambled on for about an hour. Um, but Steph had, uh, a little, a little subject she wanted to. When she said hour, <laughs> we talked for three hours and we, I cut it down to an hour. I'm sorry. I had a lot of feelings. <laughs> we could all just eat rainbows and sunshine. Um. Sorry. Okay. So I'm trying to find a good article or like the law. <laughs> You're like, I'm not letting this go. But actually, I do have something to piggyback off that. This is the Tulsa thing, right? Yeah. Okay. So explain, just before you find the article, explain what you have heard or seen. I So I guess it's legal. Well, in six states, but I was, I, was, I saw my timeline regarding Tulsa I'm assuming Oklahoma, that it's legal to go topless as a woman. And I was just... In public. In in public. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I'm like... like, In your home. Yeah. But... (laughs) So, I guess, I mean, as you're looking it up, I'll just continue. So, what I'm assuming is that it's no longer, like, indecent exposure. I get right, because before it would be—that's what it would be considered indecent yeah. exposure. You couldn't go topless in public because it's vulgar and rude and offensive to others. But now they're saying you can. Like I can, I can walk down the street. Yeah, and I, I just want to find like a like I'm seeing all these articles from like news stations about it, but nothing really in detail. So I don't want to speak on it without actually it's knowing. It's okay. It, what this it, is psychology. <laughs> We are not professionals. I'm gonna take a, a. But what are your thoughts on the, just the idea of that, like what what about this? Um... Okay, here's without. Okay, I just wanna, just a caveat. Like I'm not what are sure. Your opinions yeah, on it? just a caveat. Like I don't know the actual rule. So while we're looking that up, I do wanna, what I think it probably means. So. Even though that that law, like, it's now legal, I don't think it's not, I don't think it necessarily means, like, oh, I'm a woman, I'm gonna be topless everywhere now. Like, I, just, I don't think, like, that's gonna make just women go out freely and just be nude everywhere. I mean, maybe, but. Why not? If you got it, flaw in it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, if you got it, kudos to you. But I, I do want to know, like, like what's it? I don't know. Please hold. Do you read this news six news on six dot com? I've been trying to load that forever. Oh yeah. Okay. Can I can yeah. I read it after you? Yeah, go ahead. Press play. Skim, oh, it's recording. Skims and. Um. All right. New ruling allows Oklahoma women to be topless in public. So it's now legal for women to go topless in public in Oklahoma and five other states. Um, people can also take picture, take a picture of topless women and post it. 
If it's a teenager, they can still be in public with bare breasts, but taking a picture of them is still considered child pornography. Yeah, because you can't distribute it. The ruling made in the Colorado case affects Oklahoma, Wyoming, Kansas, New Mexico, and Utah. So this means women can walk down the street, gather at a public park, or perhaps even go topless at a public swimming pool. Uh, let's see. Sergeant Jillian Fippen, I don't know if I'm saying their name correctly, worries this could open the possibility of additional sexual assaults that seeing a woman's breast could be a trigger for some offenders. Yeah. Why can you... People can also... Okay. People can also take a picture of topless women and post it. Are they saying with their consent they can or what is no they're saying that once you're out in public topless that it's now just public consumption like you can Mm. i can take a picture of you standing at a bus stop topless and i can post it on facebook and even if that goes viral it's because you were in public topless so therefore it's now public not it's public information interesting that's what it sounds like to me you can't be prosecuted So I guess it's different, like, you know how in gyms are like, you can't put, like, take pictures yeah, of people. Exactly. Is it's that an invasion because... of privacy. Mm-hmm. But if you're in public, mm-hmm. that's, well, interesting. Um, Just like in a lot of these viral videos, I think you hear people saying, like, why are you filming me without my consent? Okay. You know, that, I yeah. think now it's saying that you can be topless in public, but I can also take a picture of you. And now it's. Public so domain? it's any age you can. Well, it says teenagers. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're saying. But if, if you it's distribute a it, so so a sixteen-year-old girl can go to a public pool and be topless because she doesn't want tan lines. But mm-hmm. if some, if if anybody, regardless of age, takes a picture then of her and distributes it, now it's child pornography. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what are what are your? Now that we've read that, what are your thoughts? Um. I mean, it's a, it's a law that I don't, uh, I don't know how to explain this. It, I'm not sure that it should even exist. Mm-hmm. I feel men walk around topless all the time. Yeah. Women should be able to do and so the o- without. The o- Okay. Sorry. I'm cutting Go it ahead. off again. Go ahead. It's because we normalize, like, it's so normal for men to be topless. Exactly. So the fact that women, like, it's not normalized, that makes it wrong to exactly. people. Exactly. But if we, if we, if it was normalized, we'd be like. Exactly. Yeah. So, so it's, it's a very, like, hard Yeah, like, subject. I didn't know that it was illegal, really, for women to be topless and men to not be, like, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that that was, like. I didn't know people could get persecuted for that or whatever. Yeah. I, what do you call that? Like, I didn't know I could get a ticket for being topless. I just figured it was, I guess, indecent exposure. I understand. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was just, like, waist down kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, actual genitalia. Um, funny thing is, is we were also talking about this today, is uh, if anyone has seen me personally or knows me personally knows that I have a full-blown tattoo of big-breasted women like she does they're fucking amazing (laughs) the artist was a great artist but i i do have a a tattoo um with big-breasted women and at least once a week i get a comment on how they don't outwardly say that it's vulgar or they don't say that it's offensive. The way can, they say it, though. You can definitely they're, tell by the tone. Mm-hmm. And it that people comment on it that they're like, uh, the the chests on those women are very, uh, you know, very graphic. You know, I've it's heard, fucking natural. I've heard, okay. yeah, I've heard graphic. I've heard, um, oh, you know, they're very extreme. And what's funny is every comment I've ever gotten, negative, is from a woman. Mm-hmm. Women only comment on the fact that cartoon women on my arm have bigger breasts and it's considered to them vulgar, I guess. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you need to think of your, why is this vulgar? But if this, if, if it was a topless man running down the street, like I see 12 topless men running around without shirts every afternoon when I come home from work because yeah. they're jogging and it's summertime. How is that any different? I mean... 
You know what pisses me off? People that get pissed off by mothers breastfeeding in public. Yeah. That's... That shit pisses me off. Yeah. It's just absolutely crazy. Yeah. It's insane to me. Like, it's the least, like, offensive thing is a mother feeding her child. Yeah. I don't understand it either. So, ladies, whip those breasts out and feed those babies. That's what I say. Fuck everybody else. But, yeah, I just... Yeah, I, I find that weird that that's now a law. Like, Yeah. But I guess it's only legal in six states where you can... Where women can be topless. I kind of want to look up California's laws because I feel like... Like we were saying, like, I see the nudists running around mm-hmm. the Castro all the time. But maybe, like... It's like the whole state of California. It's not legal, you know. Like, yeah, you know how they have like nude like beach. cities. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or even it's like maybe it is illegal and nobody enforces it. <laughs> yeah, no one it. fucking cares. Like, San Francisco. Cares? <laughs> <laughs> we no one's enforcing that law. Who cares? But yeah, that is insane to me, and it's it's sad. I don't know. But well, once again, it's a whole bunch of lawmakers. Yeah, telling women what they can do with their bodies. Yeah, because you know well, you we know love what? that. You know what? <laughs> and maybe I'll be. I'll be called, like, a snowflake for saying this. The comments I was seeing regarding, like, this new law, people were like, oh, they better be at least a seven. Oh, they better not be fat. (sighs) Says a dude who's probably a two. (laughs) And women, of course. Uh, You know, and something that I've really had to... And I'm every day I have to reprogram myself to not think those thoughts about other women mm-hmm. is when I see a woman and I go, oh, my God, why is she wearing that? Yeah. Like my first gut reaction is to yeah. automatically and like judge and tear it. her yeah. down because that's what we've been programmed to do for yeah. years, for centuries, for decades. And I'm every day I'm trying to consciously try to reprogram myself to, hey, stop thinking like that because we've been thinking like that for so long that we have become our own worst enemy. Women are harder on women than men you, ever have been. Chelsea was, we were, we were hiking the day with his mom and we were just talking about how like women are much harsher like yeah, on each other. Exactly. Just like how we were saying, you know. What? So, <laughs> I mean, obviously you, you know, in, in hetero sexual relationship you know if your boyfriend is still hung up on his ex-girlfriend it's always the it's always the new girlfriend who blames the old girlfriend yeah yeah. like blame your man yeah stop stop pitting women against women stop we've been doing this for centuries like and that's and i have to do it i'll there's my jacket yes sorry (laughs) we'll cut that out later but yeah i meant to make sure that you get that um um, but we, yeah, it's, oh, it, I, I think we should all consciously make the effort. If you are out and you find yourself looking and judging another woman that you should catch yourself immediately and you should already try to reprogram that thought into something else. Yeah. You know, like we're not perfect. We all do it. Yeah. Like, I think it's just how, like you said, catching yourself. Yeah. You know, cause like I, the comments I read, like, I know like people are like, oh, that was fucking funny. Yeah. But it's like, if you like really like think about it, like, man, we're it's, just putting each other down. And it's perpetuating a stereotype and it's letting, you know, it's letting society keep us divided. Cause you know, as women, we make up more than half the population. We... We have, we make all the babies. We do all the, you know, we do mm-hmm. all the things. We work, we cook, we clean, we make all the babies, we do all the stuff. And then to turn around and, and just judge another woman who's doing the same exact thing we're trying to do, have babies and, and raise kids and work and survive in this world, making less than men. And then to just like look at her and be like, Oh my God, look at that stupid skirt she's wearing. Like, mm-hmm. stop doing that to each other. It's just let... If we all got along and we all supported each other, we could take over the world. But instead, we let things like that 
you know, just like tattoos on my arm. Like, yeah, lady, keep it to yourself then. If you don't want to support me outwardly and like support another woman outwardly, then just keep your thoughts to if yourself. If you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. Exactly. <laughs> Unless it's about a man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fuck men. <laughs> Just kidding. I've started ripping on men lately, though, because I'm like, no, somebody needs to take them down a peg. <laughs> Y'all, we know there are good guys out there, okay? We do, Relax. we do. <laughs> and I truly appreciate every single one of you. But, yeah. I think all of us, we all need to stop just because of, you know, we're all just trying to survive out here. Yeah. But, yeah. That was good. Women should support women. Humans should support humans is yes, all I'm saying. Be a decent motherfucking human being. Please. Okay? Please. I am tired of assholes. Yeah. But that's my only, I think the only message I'm trying, I would try to get across to anybody is we have to reprogram ourselves in our ways of thinking. Yeah. Because we are so quick to cast judgment or our opinions on somebody else when we should be more so. I don't know. Yeah. We just need to spread a little bit more positivity. Yeah. Good vibes. Yeah. Bro. Ellen, Dude. We're talking to you. You're doing great. <laughs> All right, y'all. So Rosanna is no longer single. She went on a date with herself. <laughs> well, now it's sad. No, no I took myself Ellen out on a date. deserves a date with himself. I had never gone to a movie by myself before i have but we'll tell your story first <laughs> so i went to a movie theater that is also what like they serve food dinner mm-hmm. and drinks and everything what'd you see i saw it chapter two i knew you were gonna fucking say that guys we were supposed to see that together it was a me day okay whatever it took a me day i took I myself out on a date it. So, long day at work. I get to the movie theater. I didn't have time to eat between work and movie. Went straight to the movie theater. Sat down. They Mm -hmm. serve food at your seat. They serve cocktails at your seat. Mm -hmm. So, I sit down and I'm like, okay, cool. By myself in the movie theater. It's cool. So, the waiter comes to my my seat. And I'm like, immediately, off top, large popcorn. Large french fries. Large cocktail. <laughs> I'm all, sir, keep, keep it coming. And he looks at me, uh-huh. and I'm like sitting there, and I have my purse on the seat next to me. Oh, so God. I, Just, okay. So the guy's okay, like, no, okay, coming. large popcorn, large large french fries, large cocktail, okay. And then I'm like, all right. And then I like kind of fold my menu, and he's like, uh, and... For the person you're, like, sharing all this food with, do they want a cocktail? And I was like, all that food is for me. So fuck you. (laughs) I'm hungry. This is dinner. Um, But he was like, oh, no, just so it's just you? And I was like, yeah, by myself. He was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. You know, Mm -hmm. and, you know, he went and he came up. Well, I should have really rethought ordering everything at once. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Your eyes bigger than your stomach? No, I never. I will always finish my food. But as more people got into the theater and were sitting down, Uh I had already pre-ordered all my food. So here comes like three waiters, one with my large popcorn, one with my large french fries, and one with my cocktail. (laughs) And everyone in the theater is watching this parade of my food (laughs) coming through. And I'm by myself, like in the second row, happy as a pig. They're like, who is this famous person that's here? (laughs) VIP? (laughs) I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was just like, well, if you were going to have a low-key date night with yourself for the first time, you sure as hell brought all the attention of the theater onto you. But it was really good. It was good. How was the movie? The movie was good. It was good. It was a fan. So... There was a couple next to me on a date. Mm-hmm. Um, I pray, I pray for them. Oh no! Because they were beer drunk when they sat down, and uh, it was really funny. Because so she was super dressed up. She was in 
uh, wedge heels, dress, makeup, earrings, full full blown. Did she know she was going to the movies? I think so. Okay. I think it was a date. Uh, he was wearing a uh, Monsters Energy Drink tank top yeah. and some DC shorts. I'm pretty sure a Fox uh, motocross hat. Uh-huh. So he looked like he had just, you know, really whooped out the big guns for this date. Because she had gotten dressed like they were going to something fancy. Il Fernayo. That's a fan. That's a fancy Italian restaurant in downtown San Jose. Oh, like an Olive Garden. (laughs) A little bit more upscale than the Olive Garden, but yes, close. Okay, Rose. Anyways, (laughs) they don't have bottomless breadsticks. It's really a trap. So, but, um, but they were both a little beer drunk, and uh, in during the during the trailers, Mm -hmm. so it would be like starring. Academy Award winner, Woody Harrelson. And she'd be like, Zombieland 2. <laughs> and he's like, all right, babe. And, and then it would say Zombieland 2. And she'd be like, called it. <laughs> and she did that for every trailer. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> this girl's good. I know. I was like, put a ring on that. Kyle. Because you know his name was oh, Kyle. Yeah. Put a ring on that. Um, but yeah, it was... It, it was interesting being alone, but also observing other people on dates. Mm-hmm. It was pretty. Uh... So that was on the cup, the couple on the left. And then the couple on the right uh-huh. were very sober. He looked exhausted. They looked like they'd been together for a while. And she sat down, she pulled out the menu and just ordered one of everything. Oh. And she, and then at the end, she looked dead at him and he's like sitting there on his phone with his eyes half open. And she's like, do you have your ATM card? <laughs> and she just snatched the card. And I was like, also a winner. Oh, Put a ring on that. God. But it was just, uh, it was a good experience. Actually, yeah. I didn't mind it. I'll I... probably try to take myself out on a date every, uh, every week. You should. So, all right, let's segue this into something that might get us a little bit amped up heated heated so they have issued warnings for the new joker movie okay because uh trigger it's a trigger warning pretty much Mm -hmm. is that if you are in any type of military forces or any type of training of something like that if you uh i don't know if it's the trigger warning is for civilians Mm -hmm. to be more careful or if it's the trigger warning for actual people with PTSD. Oh, wow. Um, let me just... Joker trigger warning. U.S. military warning shooting victims plea. Why King Phoenix's Joker is being labeled dangerous. Joker, which is set to release on October 4th, has easily become one of the most talked about films of the year. Stars Joaquin Phoenix as the titular character and has been labeled as dangerous and a threat to society by critics. But why? Um, A film critic for Time wrote, In America, there's a mass shooting or attempted act of violence by a guy like Arthur practically every other week. So Arthur is the name of the Joker. Mm -hmm. Character. Sure. And yet we're supposed to feel some sympathy for Arthur, the troubled lamb. Oh, okay. He just hasn't had enough love. Yeah. A film review on Refinery29 says, it's a poisonous story for a fraught time. Did we really need a brutal movie about a white terrorist figure who uses gun violence to enact revenge on the society that rejects him? And did we need it now? What? Okay. So, I... This is such a... A hard subject. Like, I guess it's like, where's the line? Like, when is... It's like... I'm going to cut this part out. <laughs> I need to gather my thoughts. I, do, I need to gather my thoughts. All right. So, let me start by uh, saying how... After reading that, and, and I had kind of um, discussed it with a few co-workers and stuff, and... Um, I think my thought is, and I I think we still need to work on the the line between fiction and reality. 
I, I already was a little apprehensive about this movie because I didn't like that they were giving the, the Joker this, I mean, I'm, I'm an old comic book nerd. Uh-huh. So I was really mad that they were not sympathy, but they were giving him a backstory that never really existed in the comics to begin oh, with. Okay. And there have been many different comics since the, the you know, of, the genesis of the Joker mm-hmm. that before he was just somebody that nobody knew who he was. He was just a madman that just appeared and nobody could understand his motivations. So I was already a little bit upset that they were giving him motivations. They Mm -hmm. were giving him a backstory, which explained his madness, which I didn't. They're practically justifying like why he's doing all this. Exactly. Okay. But now not only are they justifying it is that they're making you sympathetic to it. Yeah. Like it makes sense. I, okay, I agree. Yeah, I can see. I agree where, you know, I haven't seen the movie yet. It's not even out yet, I don't think. So. Lucky for you. We got two passes. We didn't. Yeah, no, never mind. <laughs> We're definitely not going to get yeah. passes after they hear my scathing pre-review <laughs> yeah. of it. No. Um, so I think that was my thought is that. Um, yeah. It kind of also brings me back to... So, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Did we all watch Black Panther? Yes. Okay. To the listeners that have not mm-hmm. yet watched Black Panther, please do so immediately. <laughs> it was a very good, entertaining movie. But um, that was one of the things is that the villain in that movie, Killmonger, fine-ass Michael B. Jordan... <laughs> God bless him. But you sympathized with his character because you realized that his motivations for being as somewhat evil as he was were justified, not justified, but, but you could They're see- like, oh, I can see why he's that yeah, way. Yeah. It wasn't this illogical, oh, he's crazy and he's just a madman. It's like, yeah, there were things, there were consequences. There were, sure. there were things that happened that made him this way. And he wasn't entirely crazy. He was a well thought out, methodical. He just was an extremist. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't seen this movie yet, but I think it's doing the same. But I think in this case, it's doing it for, I guess, white, white mass men? shooters. <laughs> yeah, white men that I guess haven't Are, felt loved enough. Yeah. Um, I think the timing of it is definitely... It's ironic that it's coming out when all this is happening. Um, but also when is like... The subject, it's just so hard. Like, wh- what's okay and not okay anymore, you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just think we have to understand that there's a... It's, it's a movie. It's, yeah. Uh, not every, I get it though. I get that we, it's getting harder to differentiate between fiction and reality and, and, and I think that's the thing too, like when people are like, oh, like you're a snowflake or, oh, you're sorry. You know, when I get like all heated, I can't think. Girl, too I, many thoughts. Too many thoughts in my head. I'm going all to cylinders, explode. All cylinders firing. It's like it. Okay, it's a different world now. Yes. So it's like we have to be aware of all this, and we have to be like, like it's justified why it's getting these reviews. Yeah. At a time like right now, so it's not that oh, a bunch of snowflakes or oh, you're getting your if your feelings hurt. No, it's just reality. Yeah. I also... So, the old saying, life imitates art or art imitates life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one feeds off the other. We either write stories about things that have happened or somebody hears the story and motivates them to actually make it a reality. Mm-hmm. So, if we're... If these mass shootings are happening and these young white males or just white males, because I guess they're not all young. Mm-hmm. There have been some older ones. But if these males are not feeling loved enough, enough to where 
we're watching a movie about a white male that doesn't get loved enough, snaps and kills a whole bunch of people. We should now see that that's the root of the problem, right? Is that we need to start caring more about like not white males, but <laughs> just people in general, I yeah. guess. Yeah. So if you already know that that's a trigger and you're saying, why sympathize with that? Why are we even, well, maybe if you sympathize with it, maybe you would fix it. Maybe you would start paying more attention to these men that mm-hmm. are so fragile in their mental state that instead of, you know, ignoring them and picking them away, picking at them, Mm-hmm. Maybe if we did love them more, I'm not saying they're deserving, but if we nurtured them more as young men, they wouldn't turn around and do the things they did. Yeah. So it could be a trigger warning or it could be a glimpse into something that would maybe help solve a lot of these problems. Yeah. I don't know. I want to look on the bright side, but I understand. Because I don't think... I don't think it's glorifying it. But like I said, we haven't seen the movie. Yeah. And I didn't want to see it and now I kind of have to see it if that's what they if this I is the route we, they're we taking. We need to see it and then we can also like talk about it. Yeah. So stay tuned. Stay tuned for when we watch that. So it says uh his life is a vicious cycle of disappointment, injustice and isolation, which Isolation, which eventually pushes him into the dark world of crime. And then over time, he morphs into the villain we know him to be. However, for some critics, the film is way too accurate in its depiction of harsh reality and hence needs to be nipped in the bud. So this is a movie Mm -hmm. that is imitating life, I guess. Yet on Netflix, there are a million true crime documentaries that... Netflix is making millions and billions of dollars off of streaming and we're all watching them. So how is that any different? I don't know. I guess because this is more. Because it's, it's the Joker, it's cooler. Yeah, like, and I mean, because it's a new movie that's coming out and it's going to make a shit ton of money especially with this publicity I don't know man but I'm gonna watch it I'm gonna eat popcorn maybe a hot dog and nachos yes and it's gonna be worth a hundred dollars Movies are so expensive. We're not going to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> They're very expensive. They really guys. are. But I have to watch them. I have to go to the theater. I have to sit in the seats. I have to get that $8.50 worth of popcorn. That is essentially like a $1.25 bag. <laughs> but this is movie popcorn. I know. And it's usually movie popcorn like delicious. When it's fresh. It's because it's dipped in lard. I love lard. (laughs) It's because you're from Texas. Speaking of Texas. All right, (laughs) y'all. The State Fair (laughs) just opened. No, no, no. I believe this I would love to go to the Texas State Fair, actually. You would fucking love it. Y'all, let me tell y'all. There's a fried... There's... There's... Okay. Fried pizza. It's... Wait, what? It's... How do you? It's my favorite thing. They just deep fry a slice of pizza, but they don't like roll it in batter or anything. I don't know. I just eat it. Okay, Rosanna. You can't tell if it's breaded or not. It's breaded. No, it, there's pizza crust, but is it like dipped in breaded batter? Yeah, yeah, it's dipped. In, here, I'm gonna pull up a pic. I can't pull it up. Fried pizza, Texas State Fair. All right, let's take a look at this because this is sounding like something I could start making at the California. Rosanna residence. <laughs> I was like, no the fair. California State Fair? No. Just here at my home. So it's deep fried pizza. Deep fried pizza. Texas State Fair. Say it. You know you want to say it. Yeehaw. Hook them. Hook them horns. 
I don't think they play today. I think it's a bye week. It's so funny. Every time somebody brings up Texas at work, what does Stephanie say? Hook them. And I'm like, please stop encouraging her. Hook (laughs) them. Please stop encouraging her. What fried foods are at the Texas State Fair? No, just, That's it's just well I did deep fried pizzas, Texas State. Uh, just click on images. Oh my goodness. Oh, that looks disgusting. Okay, guys, she doesn't mean that. It it tastes like heaven though. It is breaded. So yeah. they do dip it in a breading Okay, but my favorite so I have a top I have that don't don't judge a book by its cover, okay? We just talked about not tearing women down. Don't tear pizza down. They have something deep fried that is in the shape of the state of Texas. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. So there's also a fried peanut butter jelly and banana sandwich. I've had that. Damn it. I thought I just taught you. I thought I just. It's so, it's the Elvis, but it's, well, he had bacon. Yeah. But. Fully like some powdered sugar. It's good. So. All, all due respect to Texans, but you go down to the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk and they have the Encrustables. Yeah. Do they deep fry They deep fry them. How much they charge for that? You can get a 12 box at Costco. Right. Well, no, actually, yourself. Santa Cruz isn't too bad. I think, they, I think they're like three or four bucks okay. each. Cause they're oh, dip- that's not bad. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. We probably but lost they're just Encrustables, list. so they're, they're like, oh, you guys are done. Yeah. We lost also, a few Also, I'm starting a weight loss challenge at my other job. Oh, okay. Let's talk about weight loss. Yeah, and uh, next week. Wait, start all over. Okay. So I have a weight loss challenge starting at my other job, my Monday through Friday job. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so I have to start, I guess, shredding. 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 Y'all, I started my shred this week. (laughs) Yeah, it's tough, man. I don't know why we keep keep doing this to ourselves. Just You know, I think you just got to find... The way that, like, that best motivates you. Because, you know, it's different for everybody. Yeah. And. And, t- okay, I'm going to be honest. Social media. <laughs> I, kn- I know that you guys all love living off of iced coffee and <laughs> hatred and depression. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an emotional eater. Like, I'm a different. When I'm depressed, when mm-hmm. I'm sad, when, I, when I'm sick. All I do I, is eat. Yeah. So, if you've ever seen me heavy. It's because I was just not in a good place. Guys, she just went to the movies the other day and had large fries, large popcorn. Well, that's the, no, that's Let's the movie. check on her. <laughs> that was the movies. That's okay. a. You're right. It's a different ballgame. Yeah, yeah. Nothing counts. Sorry. Once, carry on. Yeah. If there's a big screen. I'm an idiot. I can't believe I said that. I'm sorry. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> no. But I'm saying when, like, I'm an emotional eater. Mm -hmm. I'm a stress eater. I'm a depressed eater. I'm a bored eater. So usually if you see me on the heavier side, it's because of all the things that usually make people skinny. I wasn't blessed to just, oh, I'm so stressed. I can't even eat. I'm like, Mm -hmm. really? Because (laughs) I just ordered four large pizzas. I think. Because I'm stressed. I don't think. I know I'm the same way. Right. Like, it get yeah. I feel ya. I think. So my, well, let's get back to you. So you're doing a challenge at work. What's yes. this challenge? So the challenge is, is just to lose as much weight as you possibly can in two months. In two months. And when did that start? Uh, Friday. When did you go to the movies? Uh, Tuesday. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So <laughs> next time I go to the movies, I guess I'll pack apple slices. No, just... next time we're going to go see the jo- You can't see the Joker without me. Okay. I will not see the Joker without you. Okay, continue. Weight loss. So yeah, weight loss challenge. Um, yeah, just tough. It's it's. Does everyone put like money into? A... No, it's my bosses. They're loaded, so oh. they're just like whoever loses so much weight in two months. Ugh, no. Damn it. Okay, you don't carry want to work on. for that place, <laughs> but yeah. Um. Yeah, back to episode one of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you remember how you walked off that job? Yeah. Because you were, like, not happy. All it was was numbers and computer and, like, that's what I do Monday through Friday. That's Uh, all it is. It's just a, it's it's a complete soul suck, but I don't have a soul, so it doesn't matter. Carry on. But, but, yeah, so it's just whoever can lose the the most amount of weight in the next uh, eight weeks, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've, like. 
I've done it. I've done. I've lost. I started too early. Well, I told you today. I was like, you're looking smaller, Rosanna. Thanks. I'm trying. I'm working on it. You like did, I said, yeah. when I'm happier, I'm more motivated to work out. I'm more, you know, I don't, I don't sit at home and stress eat. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not like depressed and trying to fill the void in my soul with food like yeah. usual. I thought you were going to say like you. <laughs> <laughs> like you Eat don't those know me. Okay. Okay. You're Go. very happy. You're all, no, Chelsea's oats. These are oats, are, I've given this recipe to two people already, okay? Because when I bust them out, they're like, ooh, what's that? I'm like, oh my God, these oats that Chelsea makes. It's so good. They're just oats. And those are Chelsea's words today when I told her. I was like, apparently your oats are. She's like, they're just oats. <laughs> Y'all, these oats. Okay. I'm just going to give you a little. I really think. Okay. So Chelsea's not here. Mm-hmm. She's missing she's again. She's not out of town. She's just at home. Corbin. We're at my We're yeah. at my spot. We're at my spot. Corbin. Bless you. But. Um, so what is Chelsea? Chelsea is. A girl. A girl. She's a teacher, right? She teaches, She's a teacher. She teaches AP bio. Got it. But she also does a lot of. Does she do CrossFit or is it no, just working she, out right now? She, so she Weights. lifts. Yeah. Yeah. She lifts. She does her own thing right now. Pretty awesome. I've yeah. seen her. She's, I've seen her video. She kills it. And we. So when we first started our diet last year, mm-hmm. well, she started before me. Last year, she. Uh, started keto and then I started keto a few months after I did it for like two or three months I dropped 20 pounds and I think it was working for me just because like the first week you know I lost water weight so Mm -hmm. I lost like five pounds and that kind of pushed me like oh my god I can make changes Mm -hmm. so I lost 20 pounds and then I stopped doing keto and you know what pisses me off I'm sorry (laughs) when people post shit about keto like oh you're gonna lose all that weight but you're just fucking gain it back um listen assholes that's with every diet if you diet and you lose weight and then you go back to eating like shit of course you're gonna gain the weight back but if you lose weight and then you just continue like what I do is I track my food Mm -hmm. so I'm in a calorie deficit so I'm not overeating my calories exactly so I started that this week. By the way, I didn't gain my 20 pounds back, assholes. <laughs> I'm not mad. Tell us how you really I'm not feel. Mad. <laughs> no, so, I don't know how to prove uh, shit to anybody. Uh, yeah. I'm like, okay. So, okay, so I lost 20 pounds, and then I stopped doing keto. I went back to eating like shit. I gained like maybe six, seven Maybe 10 pounds. Let's be honest. Let's round up. Just yeah. for, we'll you round know, up to 10. And I was like, fuck, like, I need to, like, start eating better. Because when I eat, like, I just go to town. I'll eat junk food. Of course. When I go to Taco Bell, I order the menu, okay? Okay. I mean, what's that, like 20 bucks? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but Worth it's like it, you also... That's what it is. See, the thing is, is you also have to live life, right? You yeah. also have to enjoy Yeah, exactly. Life. You treat yourself. Yeah. So now I, I count my calories. I'm in a calorie deficit. And, like, I still, I don't, like, not eat the foods I want I want to eat. Like, yeah. I still, I eat healthier. But I do treat myself as long as I'm, like, within my calories. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, the other day I had Gunther's cookies. <sighs> Those are so fucking delicious, y'all. So good. I, I cannot stop talking about them. <laughs> I've told so many people. I should have never gave yeah. you that one Gunther's cookie. You know, you gave me that cookie. Y'all, this cookie, I cannot stop telling people about it. The oats and the Gunther's cookies. So the cookie, it's a chocolate chip cookie. And Gunther's is a place, it's a German restaurant in uh, San Jose. It's like a catering bakery restaurant. But their cookie, it, it's a small cookie, but it's stacked. It's like a fat cookie, and it tastes like straight cookie dough butter. It, It's like an orgasm in your mouth. It's so fucking good. So Rosanna gave me the cookie, which I will forever thank her for. <laughs> and I was eating, and then Sarah um, Rebar, she's like, that looks like a, that looks like a Gunther's cookie. Uh-huh. And I was like, 
You, you know? You know about Gunther? You heard about the and word she was like, about Gunther? Yes. She was like, yeah, dude. It's right off. It's Meridian. Meridian. Yeah. And then, so I've been telling people about it. Like, people that grew up here, I'm like, have you ever had Gunther's cookies? And they're like, no. And I'm like, oh, what? And Steph it's like, is going to walk into Gunther's tomorrow like, y'all hiring? <laughs> I've been marketing for y'all. So Rosanna gave me the cookie. The next day, I went to Gunther's. I got, I only got six because That's like self control. But also, those cookies are and pretty big. They're no, very heavy. I was heavy. gonna say they're expensive. They are, but they're heavy. Yeah. They are heavy. I thought I could finish all three in one sitting. No, only two. Next Saturday, we have to get some for the store. Yes. Well, okay. That's the problem. I can't get it for the store. Like, I would eat them all. For a baker's dozen, it is $28. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're working with us next Saturday, just let us know and then we'll get you a cookie. But if you don't ask for a cookie and we show up at work with cookies, you can't be pissed off. You didn't RSVP for this cookie. Yeah. I'm sorry. So anyways, sorry. I see. I went off talking about this cookie. When we were trying to talk about nutrition. I know. The thing is, y'all still have to treat yourself. Like don't. I wouldn't even... Don't call it dieting either. I think that's just such a... Well, I think... Yeah. It's a turn off. Like, I'm People I'm always ask me, what, do you, what, do you, what is diet. your diet? Like, what is your diet? And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm... For the most part, I'm good. So... What'd you say? So, okay. <laughs> so, last week, I went off on people getting down on me for being vegan. Oh, you're vegan? <laughs> you're vegan. <laughs> But I also was eating Trader Joe's apple cider cookies. Which Still waiting are, for that sponsor. Which are not trade. vegan. And people were like, thought you were vegan. So if I say I'm vegan, I'm uncool for being vegan. But if I don't stick to my vegan diet, I'm also uncool. But I'm 90, I'm going to, okay, let's just say 95%. I, sometimes somebody hands me something I don't ask are there I eggs, milk? It. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I'll try some of that. Um, if I know very clearly, like, hey, do you want some ice cream? No, thank you. Mm-hmm. But hey, do you want, you know, this oat cookie? Um, yeah, there's probably eggs and milk in it, but yeah. I'll, I'll have a little bit, I guess. Um, so I'm not, yeah, I'm not the strictest. You have to sometimes just bend a little bit, but I think... It's not a diet. It's a lifestyle choice, yeah. a lifestyle change. Exactly. So just. But point being, you need to find something that works for you because exactly. it's different for everybody. But don't beat yourself up. Like, yeah. Don't hold yourself to such a yeah. strict just standard. Just because keto works for me doesn't mean it's going to work for someone else. Exactly. But also what I was getting at when I was asking about Chelsea, what she does, and, and also the exercises she does is because Chelsea looks great. She is ripped, She's super she duper ripped. whoop your ass. And she's so disciplined. <laughs> she is. She's extremely disciplined. I mean, I she's always been disciplined as long as I've known her, but she's just extremely disciplined. And um, I I honestly think she could be like a trainer or a mm. nutritionist or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we've talked about she's that. She's like, that would just be something so good for her. Yeah. Because I... I when I found out, like, I was like, oh, I have this weight loss challenge. And then I had remembered you mentioned that you were going to go back on a shred. And I was like, I should definitely ask Steph and Chels to, like, make me a meal plan. <laughs> and when you, I said you, that, I should ask, ask Steph Chels? to ask Chels to make me a meal plan. Not Steph and Chels, but I should ask Steph to ask Chels to make me a meal plan. So it's funny you say that because, so when we started meal planning, like, last year, I should stop saying we. When she started meal, okay. When she started Let's meal give prepping, we're credits yeah, due. She would meal prep us food, and my cousin, um, Jerry Ann, like, she works, and she didn't really have time to like make food and like with her baby and whatnot, her newborn. So she was like, "What if I paid you? Like, could you make me meals? Okay, could Chelsea make me meals? <laughs> yes." And of course I brought it to Chelsea because I was like, money for me. (laughs) I will make them for you. And that was me air quoting. I will. And she knew, like Jerry knew, like Chelsea was doing all the work. Exactly. But yeah, Chelsea, like she, she has a passion for cooking and like she can just throw shit together and it tastes good. I love you so much. (laughs) 
And to be completely honest, let me give you a little BTS, a little behind the scenes. When we first decided to do this podcast, it was <laughs> supposed to be called Foods and Moods. And it was really just an excuse to have Chelsea cook us dinner and then eat the dinner and then talk about whatever we felt like talking about. But then we realized ASMR, it would get messy. <laughs> Chels has a whole other life that yeah. we're like, stay and cook us dinner every night yeah. while we record this podcast. So it didn't really turn into that. But that's one of the things is that we always knew that Chels was like really good at cooking. Yeah. And like making good foods. And I get to be with her for life. So like, no. I won. And like, we're all friends. So yeah. like, I get to come over now. <laughs> it's true. I guess just like Chels. But anyways... But yeah, so that was my whole thing is just like, I have this weight loss challenge going on. I know that you're starting a shred. So we will have a little, I want for accountability purposes, us to comment, set aside a little bit of time each episode to mm-hmm. let you guys know our like progress, yeah. whether you guys want to know it or not. We're I'm going to tell you. Well, so this is what we have to. Also, if I win some money, <laughs> if I win the money, because we'll it's, it's like, no. it's like 250 bucks. Oh, wow. That's like 250 cheeseburgers. No. Oh. Gunther's cookies. Oh, my God. That's like, <laughs> that's like three cookies from Gunther's. Totally worth it. Maybe it'll sponsor it's us. It's three, three Gunther's cookies and one large popcorn <laughs> for the <laughs> And then what does the person next to you want? Oh, no. Yeah, it's just me. Just me. It's me and my four Gunther's yeah. cookies. And then, okay. Fuck, what was I going to say? See, Gunther's cookies always just like gets me... Just whenever you start feeling mad or sad at work or something, I'm just going to be like, Gunther's cookies, and you'll be like, yes. Okay, I remember. So this is what we do to help, like, for me and Chels to be held accountable. So we got a whiteboard. Gotcha. And she, <laughs> I'm not even going to give myself credit. I bought the whiteboard, okay? <laughs> I went so to Target. I did. I did get it at Target. <laughs> I knew it. Because where else would you go? Yeah, um, so we have our names, and then we have our calories for the day. Um, if we worked out our protein for that day and then she puts her way in. Yeah. I don't put mine. I'm like, I don't need a reminder that I'm still fat. Okay. <laughs> You're not though, but okay, okay. Okay. I'm not. I look good. You do. Thank you. You do. I'm, I'm going to say the climbing. Oh yeah. Look at my arms. Touch it. Just touch it. Is that hard? That's, oh. that's, that's <laughs> wait, wait, touch it again. I thought you were going to do that. Oh, when we're done. Yeah, rock hard. Let me tell you. Oh, that was a pun. <laughs> oh, that was not intentional. Barack is not here. Um, but yeah, so we, and if we meet our requirements for the day, we like check it out or check yeah. it off. Yeah. So I think that really helped me. And like my biggest thing is tracking everything I eat. Yeah. And it's so crazy. So with the shred, I'm only, I've only allowed myself, well, not me, my fitness pal has only allowed me <laughs> 1,330 calories a day <sighs> to lose a pound a week. And of course, that's just like, I yeah. guess that's not like, yeah, that's just based on the information I put on there. And I do a weigh in every morning just to see where I'm at. Yeah. But yeah, it's crazy. So I started on Tuesday. Oh, it's only Saturday. It's been less than a week. It's okay. But, like, it's crazy how, like, like, six days. For me, tracking is so much easier, I think, because I'm seeing what I'm putting into my body. Mm -hmm. And when I'm not tracking my food, I can eat whatever. Like, I'll fucking, like I said, I'll eat the whole menu at Taco Bell. I can just keep going and not feel full. Yeah. But, like, the things I'm eating now, like, they're low calorie. Because Chelsea makes all these meals. They're low calorie, but they're so filling. Yeah. And I'll still have, like, food, like, leftover calories that I can eat. Mm-hmm. But I just, I'm not hungry. Yeah. You're, like, physically full. Yeah. So, shout out to Chelsea for keeping me slim. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah. And so climbing. I... <laughs> so, next week, I'll let you know if Steph told Chelsea to make me a meal plan. See, I'm not good at counting calories. I've never counted calories. So I don't really know how many calories. I, my watch tells me how many calories I've burned mm-hmm. today. 
but I don't know how many calories I've eaten. Well, the thing, so my fitness pal is so cool. Like you can scan what you're using or like type it in and see. Never mind. Too much work. Got it. It is. (laughs) Did you see my eyes rolling back my head? I don't want to do it. I was doing that for a very long time. But what I also do, and a lot of people are like, okay. Like I I do IF. Like I intermittent Uh, fast. I eat one meal a day. Um, So I fast for about. OMAD. Oh, mad. Yeah. I know what that oh, mad is. That's why I'm so mad. <laughs> no, I do. Um, yeah, I only eat one meal a day. Yeah, you And that, that, that meal that. is that, I mean, even I try to regulate that meal to the best of my abilities as well. But I like to splurge like, yeah. you know, apple cider cookies or I do a fruit smoothie. Oh, you're going crazy there. <laughs> well no but that's a lot of sugars it is it is a lot of sugars but at I, least they're like natural, natural sugars. sugar mm-hmm. yeah it, yeah it just so just to let you guys know like even though we were just talking about deep fried pizza <laughs> oh yeah we were huh <laughs> and Gunders, large popcorns and large cookies. french fries <clears throat> um we like to eat good sometimes too yeah, nothing's yeah. wrong with that i miss pizza so badly though won't be eating pizza for the My next pizza shirt I know. guys if you're ever in portland go to uh scotty's pizza parlor i'm going to portland in january oh my god i have a list of places for you okay you would fucking love it all right <laughs> you, portland i could move there just for the food have you been to chicago yeah i love chicago okay are you saying that because of the pizza i have family in chicago i used to live in illinois for a very short period when I went to nursing school. And oh, then okay. I, I dropped out. I of forgot that. you were that Filipino. Yeah. God. Another disappointment. So everyone <laughs> tried to get me to go to nursing school because I was, well, not everybody, but my, of, of course, okay. my grandmother. Right. My Lola tried very hard to get me to go to nursing school. And when I told her, I do not want to be a nurse. Like, I don't want to be around sick people. I don't want to work those hours. I don't want to be a nurse. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh. Then you be a flight attendant. Like oh my God, that was that really, the other option. That was the other option. It was like you're a nurse or a flight attendant. So every time I watch like a joy a Joe Coy comedy special, I'm like, he's right. Oh my God. All <laughs> All our parents want us to be are nurses or flight attendants. Yeah. Nobody it, wants us to be break dancers. <laughs> like we all really want to be. So, yeah, so I went to nursing school and you know. I felt obligated as a Filipino and then I felt like it is something I wanted to do because I do like genuinely care for others but then when I was in nursing school which guys when I quit things like when I walked out of my job when I dropped out of nursing school like people were like no just give it more time just give it more time You, you don't know but like for me I know yeah like, I was in school, and, like, I love the people I, like, got to know. Mm-hmm. And, but it's just, like, going to sc- going to class, learning about these, yeah, learning about the... the subjects, and, like, going to clinicals, like, I was not happy. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter if you like the people you're surrounded with in school. It's not like you're going to work with those people for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. or even, those are just people you're learning the stuff with. The career itself and the actual actions of what you're doing is what you're stuck with. Yeah. And so the school I went to, it was a private school and it was only a nursing school. So Mm. it's not like I could just change, change up my degree. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was actually a nursing school. Yeah. So I ended up leaving. But yeah, I, I hated it. And I'm just like, why did I, and I felt so bad, like, cause my parents, we drove up. Like, I took oh, my car, like big, they took, yeah, yeah, it was a big move. I went there in, I think, like, December, and I left in March. Oh, I was going to say, I went there December 1st, by, <laughs> by December 20th, by the I was like, week peace of, out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel so bad, like, but, you know, my parents, they still, like, I went home, so I went home after that. For, for spring break, I flew home, mm-hmm. and... My stepdad picked me up, and I was just like, 
I was like kind of like, oh fuck, I gotta tell him that I, I dropped out. Yeah. I had already dropped out. Okay. And then, so I went home for spring break, and in the car, like, after he picked me up, I was like, I gotta tell you something. Like, I dropped out. Like, I wasn't happy. I started crying. Uh-huh. And, of course, he was just, every, like, all the news I give him, he's so supportive. <laughs> and he was like. Shout out to Jim. Yeah. Love you, man. So, when, um, when the, side note, when that episode came out when we were talking about coming out and how jerry reacted like even all my friends were like jerry's a sweet dude and i was like he is a sweet dude and they were like shout out to jerry and i was like it's yeah, so let's fun- appreciate jerry so jerry he's so support he loves me so much oh so it's like i was having people reach out to me they're like oh my god jerry just loves <laughs> i my cousin mika had messaged me and she was just saying I love Jerry. That's so sweet. I'm kind of tearing up, like, about his reaction. Because yeah. it's just not something you expect from, like, White, a typical Southern. old Baptist cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so I told him in the car that I dropped out. He was like, well, talk to your mother, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, they ended up driving back to Illinois, like, not long after I flew back, flew back there. Uh-huh. And we drove back home. Yeah. yeah. You know, shit happens. Yeah. If it's but not a right fit, it's not a right fit. Yeah, exactly. Like, and they were totally supportive. It's not like I quit school. Like, I ended up going to school. Yeah. It just wasn't for that. Yeah. And that's all that matters. I love my parents. Mm-hmm. I love y'all so much. Okay, so what? What? So last episode, I kind of went off on my little rant. Mm-hmm. towards the end of the episode about how um I guess I I guess I might have used the words or given the impression that I just don't really care about politics or the leaders of you know what's going on right now because climate change is such an issue and I think what I was trying to convey in that is that we have less time to fix the environment than we do to pick a leader we have a whole another year exactly a year and a month before we can even vote for our next president but we only have a year and a half before the damage to our environment is completely irreversible and i was saying how this greta thunberg thunberg greta we should we should look it up greta yeah we this don't want to say her name incorrectly. But I kind of went on a little tangent during um, during the break. Our brief pause. Our brief pause that, um, especially on Instagram, social medias, and even, you know, they've been making memes out of her. They've been, you know, using her face and, and the, the, the faces she makes towards, you know, Donald Trump or the words she says and, you know, how she talks, how they were kind, they're parodying her. In comparing her to other situations, I think one meme was like when the person in in, front of in you. the express line in front of you has more than fifteen items, and it's like her glaring at at you know Donald Trump. And I said, you know, I I love the jokes, I love memes as much as anybody else, but I refuse to support anything that makes fun or belittles her because she's she trying, actually gives a shit. She's about- actually <laughs> trying so hard. She's a sixteen year old girl who realizes that. She is the one that has to live in this world for the next 60 years, 70 years, 80 years, hopefully. So don't belittle her and don't parody her emotions and her facial expressions and just don't dismiss her as just some internet fad because she's actually really trying to make a difference because she understands that this is a very urgent issue. And I think, and the point I was trying to make is that's why she's going around and doing this international tour and doing all these protests now. She's not waiting till a new president is in, in office. She's not waiting until we've elected leaders that are more uh, supportive of climate change. She's, she's, she knows that the urgency of the issue is we have to start making the changes today. And that's all I was trying to say. Because I do care that we have a good leader. I just think we don't have the time to wait for a good leader in order to start changing the environment now. There you go. Earned a cookie. 
I will use that word. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. As I said, that attitude has got me in a lot of <laughs> But yeah. So that was the only thing I was, I just wanted to kind of reiterate from last um, episode is that it, I wasn't saying that I don't give a shit who's in power. I obviously care about who we elect as our leaders. I just think that we don't have the time to wait for that leader to, to lead. We have to start taking control of ourselves and what we can do immediately. Immediately. Mm-hmm. Mic drop. Don't, don't actually I'm not drop. drop the mic. Yeah. Don't actually drop. This is a very sensitive microphone. Yeah. It takes us like 10, 15 minutes every Guys, episode. Guys, it's in a gravy tray right now. It's all We're gravy. Try- it's all gravy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to make the sound quality as best as we can for yeah. as little as we know. We're trying. We're trying for you guys. I promise. No, how do I end the episode? I always forget how we end them. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Talk to you later. See you next week. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> Finger guns. Boom, boom. Bang, bang. Y'all, pew, pew. she put a peace sign. Put it sideways. Put it close to her. <laughs> and she said, boom, boom. <laughs> That's why I need to sign off. I'm going to sign off from now on. No, we got to roll that outro music. Oh, shit. Okay. Cut all that out. Especially that boom boom part. I'm gonna boom, say boom. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that for when I'm in front of people. <laughs> I'm keeping the boom boom in. Okay. That's cool. Roll that outro music. Boom boom. There you go. I dig it.